I'm Brittany. Hi, welcome to the TV show show. I'm here with the one and only Rob Schulte. Rob Schulte. Hey. Here, here he is. Everybody's been waiting for this. How's it going, Rob? Well, I'm a survivor and I <laughs> have been doing great things. The thing is, Brittany, I'm 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 feeling alive. <laughs> I've watched a TV show we're going to talk about in a sec that I'd never seen before and it opened my eyes that uh, that TV existed beyond my purview. Yes. Wow. If a TV show is playing and you have never seen it, does it actually exist? Wow. It's a question for the I'm going to have to hit pause. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll I'll give you a couple minutes. And we're back. So we're watching Reba season two, episode 14, Seeing Red. It aired originally in January 2003. Did people say it like that? (laughs) I think they do. I think you got it right on the money. Oh, good. Oh, good. It, It aired on the WB. Do you remember the WB? Do I remember the WB? Yes. Um, it is now the CW, I believe. Is that real? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. We are the TV experts. Hey, we're we're the experts at putting ourselves in these fictional characters' shoes, Brittany. Yeah. We're not the experts on WB. WB. QRX. All right. So I have to be honest, full disclosure, and somehow I'm roping Rob into this. I picked this show to cover because Rob chose to watch Trimmers on Pumpkin Spice Podcast, our other podcast, only because Reba is in it. And that made me want to watch this show for this podcast. Because I'm like, you get Reba, I want Reba too. Okay. Okay, and you know that I was not fighting that. I am not fighting that because much like Reba, I am a survivor. That's right. And I survived Tremors, and now I'm going to survive this show. And you love your kids, and you never stop. So. Never. You don't have a relationship prior to this viewing with Reba. Tell me about, okay, but tell me about your consciousness around Reba when you were a teenager, young adult, Time period. I think okay, so I think that there's this like at least for me and other social groups, there would always be this like weird idea that like if a musician then had a TV show, it's this like kind of like selling out mentality that we all mm. kind of like I don't know, we would talk about at the lunch table because you're never supposed to sell out, even though you, us just spending Twenty dollars on a Limp Biscuit CD or something, sure. you know, like people got to make money. And Reba was making, you know, music, and someone presents her with a TV show. I would have done the same thing. Cool, this is fun. Now, I had no idea what the show was about. Mm-hmm. I knew it existed. I knew that Reba was a country music star, and now she's a sitcom star. And it did not appeal to me. Why do I need to like as a fifteen-year-old or whatever? Uh, I'm not the target demo for middle-aged divorcees sitcoms. Now I'm the perfect demo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. 
funny because, you know, I did watch the show for the first couple seasons. I was actually very shocked when I found out it was on for six or seven seasons. I'm like, definitely yeah. didn't. I wasn't in it for the long haul. I didn't watch <laughs> it religiously, but I did. I do remember watching it with like my mom or my sister. And we thought Reba was really silly. But I will give oh. you the perspective that when I was watching this show, I thought everybody on the show, I mean, with the exception of like the young teenage daughters, maybe 13 years old. I always thought everyone on the show was so old. And then now I'm yeah. old and I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, these people are my peers now. Great. They are so immature. No, okay. they're, they're my, they're, they're, that's actually my status. That's, that's my level for sure. Oh, I mean, sorry. They are so mature yeah. for their age. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into it though. Yes. Uh, be, but I think before we even start this episode, Brittany, what was there anything else that you wanted to bring to the table? I just thought it was really silly, and I thought sometimes I like to give the fans. <laughs> Why am I laughing at the concept that we might have a fan? I'll just call you listeners because a fan is Ooh. just like a, net, a another level. I'm not. I'm not trying to misattribute, but uh, I wanted to let people in, peel back the curtain. Like, wait, oh, so you guys pick this show because Reba's in it. Weird. How did you pick the episode you arrived at? Season two, episode oh. 14, Seeing Red. And I just had to, to explain, like, there is no method to our madness. We are wild <laughs> and crazy. We're like, yeah, we're watching Reba. And then it was just like, okay, I just Googled best episode of Reba and there was a Reddit thread that was posted like a year ago that was like, what's the best episode of Reba? There were only five comments. I called Rob and I read the sentences and this is the one that we decided on. And I will let you read. I will allow you to read <laughs> the IMD <laughs> user, whatever. Um, But I just... This is the comment that we both cackled at and said, we're going to do this episode. <laughs> Measer Squeezer says, I like when Barbara Jean dyes her hair the same color as Reba. <gasps> so good. Oh, that. my God. You know, you, without even knowing who Barbara Jean is, because I did have to tell you because you were like, huh. And I was like, this is who Barbara Jean is. And you were like, OK. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> do I need to give people the backstory of just the fact that in the guess in the pilot episode Reba's entire life blows up she's married she has three kids she finds out her husband who's a dentist fathered oh you know I would just quite frankly everyone who's a subscriber to the patreon knows how we feel about dentists so. yeah. yeah 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 that was important that's important just want to put that out there um is a dentist and he fathers a child he, she, he you find out in the first episode, he impregnated his dental hygienist. What? Yeah. And so, and her name's Barbara Jean. And so it's really funny. What? Like, yes. Oh my gosh. You don't know this. This is actually. No, no, no. <laughs> I knew part of it. I knew part of it. This is so many more details. This is Rob in real time losing his mind. Oh man. You got to go back and watch that pilot up. It is so earth shattering. Cause not only did you find out, okay, she finds out her husband, impregnated another woman that is devastating that's not sitcom material no but in the same episode she finds out her teenage daughter she's in high school she's like a cheerleader or something she's also pregnant no yeah yeah 
double prego, that man. Makes, uh, a few more things make a lot yeah. more sense in today's episode. You mean so. like the fact that Reba's like on edge the whole time? <laughs> and the whole like very weak B storyline with her eldest daughter. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, but we should, we have to get into it though. Please. Yes. Um, first of all, Brittany, I would like to say that those were some incredible fun facts. Fun facts. So thank you. You're welcome. And I would like to put them down as TV treats. TV treats. Because they just kept on coming. <laughs> I, I, my mind was blown. I was wondering about your TV treats. I'm like, what did you... There was only one food or drink reference in this whole episode, and it was some weird slop. We'll get into it later. So did you have weird slop while you were watching this, or...? No, but I do like the idea of a TV treat is either going to be something I've treated myself to or the best treat in the episode. Yes. So uh, we're going to work on the development of that. Yeah. Yes, obviously. The weird slop is it. Anyway, the description of this show. Don't worry. Keep that in there, Jeremy. I don't mind. Yeah, we're, um, we're real. Take that out. Take that yeah. out. Take it out. If, uh, um, take that out. Now, okay, description goes like this. Kira is upset that Reba will not get her a cell phone, so she starts being close to Barbara Jean. Mm. Brock convinces Reba to tell Barbara Jean that she should get a makeover. Barbara Jean does, but her new look surprises everyone. (gasps) (gasps) Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And uh, everyone here on this show knows what the hell that's talking about. Yeah. Should we dive in? Let's do it. The angsty middle child daughter, Kira, and Van, the uh, pregnant teenager's boyfriend who lives with Reba, don't ask. You'll just catch yourself up. They're sitting down to eat some breakfast. He's making some kind of protein oatmeal looking kind of thing. It looks like slop. So he's making this diety breakfast when Cheyenne, the pregnant teenage girlfriend of Van, (laughs) are you following me? Okay, there's this whole back and forth that anyone who's been in a heterosexual relationship has likely experienced a variation of. And so you could Mm -hmm. just like close your eyes and completely dissociate for a second, unless you're driving, in which case don't close your eyes, but feel Mm -hmm. free to dissociate. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm following along 100% to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he Van is like, hey, I'm trying to get back to my football weight, which is crazy because I'm the pinnacle of human health as a person. Uh-huh. And she's like, he's like, do you want to do it with me? And Cheyenne's like, what is that supposed to mean? You think I need to work out? And this spills over into him explaining himself to Reba without the help of Kira. Uh, and Van ultimately thinks that this house needs more boys so he has someone to talk to well there he's like you know really walking on eggshells though he's like do you want to do this diet with me and she's like you think i'm fat you're fat and she storms out and then he's like look i don't know i don't know i think everybody should go on a diet and then kira and reba are like what is that supposed to mean he's like you know what there's actually nothing i can possibly say in this situation so he walks out (laughs) of the room but (sighs) Very good point. Yes, yes. So Van runs out screaming because he literally had no other options. And Kira's like, yeah, mom, but um, diets are stupid. But um, you know what's not stupid? Cell phones. I need one. Remember cell phones? By the way, nice segue, Kira. I wonder if this is where you and I learned segues from. <laughs> Speaking of segues, just kidding. But 
uh, Reba's like, I'm not getting you a cell phone. So that's what we realize is like part of one of the B or C storylines is going to be about this. Yeah. Reba and Kira are arguing. Cheyenne and Van are arguing. Mm -hmm. What is going to go right uh, we'll find out soon, but first we got to get into these credits. Oh. And what I would say, uh, Brittany, before the credits is that uh, Reba is not going to allow her daughter to have a cell phone. But at this time, at this day and age, all of us uh, 13, 14, 15 year olds had complete access to the Internet. That's so true. So uh, we're all survivors. And speaking of. Speaking of. Reba. She did the theme song. The theme song. It's a song by Reba. Is there anything Reba can't do? Oh, I I don't know. You know, I was going to say uh, be in a scary movie, but she's done that. She did that. You know, I thought yeah. before I watched this, you know, I had discussed this with you. You had said, no, you didn't watch Reba. And I was like, that's confusing. And then, you know, I, I had given you the backstory of uh, my personal brother who I said he did not watch this show with myself and my my mom and my sister. And then I was telling my boyfriend, I said, do you want to watch Reba with me? And he's like, eh. and I was thinking, what is the deal? And then I get to to the theme song by Reba, which is amazing, by the way, but also mm-hmm. very understandable when I was watching that, that I understand why um, like 15 year old boys were not watching the show. It was not <laughs> for you. It wasn't for you. Let us have this uh, one thing. OK, but also, did you get emotional? Did you cry during the song? Yeah. Uh Yes, I actually have a box of tissues right here. I've just cleaned up my tears. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. And uh, it's amazing how quickly my emotions change when we get into this next well, scene. Well, yes, of course. We'll take take it away, please. Sure. I'm uh, a survivor. <laughs> Not to be confused with uh, Beyonce's I'm a survivor. Justin is child. That's true. That's true. Which one do we like better? Let's hear the mashup right now. It's a tie. It's a tie. I cannot choose. I cannot choose. Rob, Rob, take it away. Please, please. Okay, 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 I will. Brock, or not Brock, Jake, who is Reba's youngest son. Yes. uh, Between her and Brock comes home. He's ecstatic that a bully got hit in the face with a ball at recess. Uh, Reba at first has got a little pause, and then she's like, wait, that's a bully. I'm all for it. Hope it was a basketball. (laughs) Yeah, she's encouraging her kids in two different ways, mocking them in the one before and encouraging violence in the second one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not Reba. I'm not Reba either can you believe that it's absurd (laughs) I was just thinking though you know she is like the whole Reba vibe is that she's like a cool down home like mama Mm. she's got I'm sorry for saying mama that felt very unnatural for me (laughs) anyway Jake says he has this homework assignment due he's got to interview someone he admires I love this this is my this is like my level Reba sits her ass down on the couch and is like ready to be interviewed (laughs) But Rob, oh, you've got an interview. I'm the only person of to interview. Of course, I'm. I am the person you admire most. So, have has Reba uh, ever felt more relatable 
to you than in the next line where she says, I was born in McAllister, Oklahoma. The year's not important. (laughs) (laughs) It spoke to me. It spoke to this podcast. because when you said that you were 15 in 2003, I was like, I'm not going to say anything, uh, but er, ooh, <laughs> that's uh, not accurate, uh, but let's keep moving along. Yep. Um, sliming along. Uh, sliming along. Jake, <laughs> Jake says that maybe he's going to interview Kira. Kira is a bit of a grump. The whole cell phone thing we spoke of earlier. So he's like, maybe I'll see what Cheyenne's doing. <laughs> And we never and, uh, saw him again. There's his three lines. Again. Hope you enjoy elementary school. He's he's about to go take his elementary school girlfriend to the uh, potato party oh. or whatever the, Kids the thing was do? in Martin. Oh, oh God, the potato party. Yes. Well, so yeah. obviously Kira's still mad about the cell phone thing. And I wanted to know, when did you get a cell phone? Where, was there drama around when you got a cell phone? Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're oh, welcome. You're welcome. Um. So my dad was a big no cell phone guy, right? I had a, we've, we've talked about before that my brother was a little bit more naughty than I was. Uh, and my brother was allowed a pager, but then my brother got in trouble. So that means Rob couldn't get a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, until my mother moved back from Europe and was like, you know, we're all using cell phones over there for like the past 10 years. Um, we're all going to be using cell phones here in America in the next two years. I'm going to get Robert a, like, what what they call it. I don't think it's like a training cell phone, but it was like a prepaid cell yeah, phone. Yeah, pay as you go. So that's what I started yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, same, same. So, like, I had to learn, like, oh, this much time meant this much money. And then Ooh. that transferred into getting my own cell phone. But here's the shit of it, Britain. Oh, there's shit of it? When I did... My dad was like, well, you're just going to join my plan, which is what most parents would do. But he did not like that I texted. Boy, is, it was his face. Uh, he got embarrassed when he started texting me. I shoved it right in his face. <laughs> anyway, that was like 20 years later, and he had completely forget forgotten. How about you? Cell phone? I I don't remember there being like a big... Because uh, I'm a... I'm, <clears throat> I'm not sure if you're aware. I am a woman. And so while hmm. my brother... This is interesting. My, yes, I know. It's crazy. But my brother, who uh, he he doesn't live in the same like uh, culture that uh, I do as a man. <laughs> so he didn't... He's uh. older than me. He he didn't get a cell phone. But um, because of um, safety, my mom was like, I'm going to get you a, you know, prepaid, you know, Virgin Mobile kind of like situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's only for emergencies. And so it's really funny Virgin because... Mobile. For like 10 cents, you could send a text and it was really funny because she was just like, okay, text whoever you want, but it's coming out of your pocket. Hope there's some money on that prepaid phone if you get into a situation. Wow. But I did. I was like, don't text me, dude. Like, you can just tell me when you see me next. Like, I was very stingy about texting when I was uh, my first cell phone.com. I remember the person that, and I will get back into Reba. No, 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 no. 17 hours later. Um, Go on. Uh, the person I texted with the most, like, here's the thing. I was not texting people. You know what I mean? You're texting cats? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but the moment someone started texting me, I was like, oh, this is the thing people do. Yeah. And I remember the young woman's name. Her name was Fran. And when my dad asked me who I'd been texting so much, because Fran would text me when I was working at the CD store, at CD Warehouse. Mm. And... uh 
Fran also had a boyfriend, which is now bringing up a lot of questionable. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, no, legit. 17 hours later. Okay. Go on. Go on. Go on. Yeah. Go on. I'm here for it. I'm so sorry. Anyway, my dad thought I was making up the person because he, he thought <laughs> Fran was a fake name for someone my age. <laughs> to be honest, I um, was thinking that you were using like, uh, her name has ch- been changed for the, uh, you know. No, I just didn't. <laughs> Say the last name because anyway, Fair. Reba. So Reba, no one. She talks to she talks to Kira about the cell phone situation. Yes, she said it's not going to happen. Everyone is so sassy. I have to say, every single person is so sassy. There's so many moments. I love it, but there are just too many things to count. And then yeah, and then the dentist dad slash ex husband who left Rita <laughs> after he impregnated his dental hygienist walks in, and he's like, Reba, I need your support with Barbara Jean. She's like, leave me alone. Like, it's I know that it's like one and a half seasons in to this arrangement, but I'm still not over the fact that you left me. Anyway, he's like, please. Yeah, he specifically says you need to tell Barbara Jean she looks yeah. good, <laughs> and that no, no, looks bad. Oh. Yeah, he's like, just tell her that she looks bad. And Reba's like, oh, okay, I can do that. Oh. So before um, Barbara Jean enters the room, Cheyenne, the teenage daughter that's pregnant, Uh says, Mom, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. And that's when Barbara Jean walks in and she looks disheveled, you know? And so, like, Cheyenne's Uh just, like, slowly backing out of the room, you know? Because you just can't say anything nice there. Yeah. Barbara Jean is a new mom. Of course, she hasn't washed her hair or been able to change out of her PJ pants. And it's weird because the dad is also a new dad, but his hair's done and he's wearing nice, clean clothes. And like, there's obviously an imbalance of responsibilities of childcare. He looks like a damn dentist. Re- That's all I got to well, say about like it. He, he, who was watching the baby while he took a shao shao? Shao shao is no, what she- we call showers at my house. Yeah. But, um,. Reba suggests this wild notion that the child's father actually care for the child so the mom could get some of her life back. Mm. So they decide, you know, let's go to the spa. Let's get you a makeover, girl. Yeah, do it to a treat yourself. Yeah. But I'm like, did did he need the guidance of other people to, to come up with the concept that you go watch your own child so that you're like, right? Yeah. It was. I, Reba was with this guy for 20 years. You know, like, at what point do you... I mean, obviously, it came to a head, but it just sucks that, like, this dude's an idiot. Yes, he is. Most are, though. Oh, well, not all men, anyway. So, (laughs) Kira says, you know what, I'm going to go to... Sorry, Kira says she's going to go to the makeover date and um, as they're walking out the door, Barbara Jean says, you know what, Kira, I was thinking about it. I don't think you should have a cell phone. And Kira's like, "Okay." And Reba's like, wait, you get mad at me? Oh, my God. She listened to you. What? Whatever. Whatever. We're back in the kitchen. Cheyenne walks in where Van is making food. And I have a question. Do they actually go to high school? Or is that like some part of the plot where they don't have to anymore or is this all supposed to be shot on the weekend because <laughs> like why are all the kids home all the time i okay so as a new new person to reba because this scene is real quick it is them just like talking about it van puts his foot in his mouth again right um but i took them as out of high school you know what i mean they look almost 30 so i don't even though i know the story and you filled me in on it i was just like okay maybe they we're done with high school? I don't know. 
You never know. I have to say, yeah. though, you know, you. it's interesting. You know, it's all about perspective. You know, that's why people tune in. Mm-hmm. They're like, what are the perspectives here? I'm like, Rob's yes. perspective is that this man keeps putting his foot in his mouth. I'm think, I see it from the perspective that it's like, you cannot say anything, right? You need to stand as still as possible as to not insult your pregnant girlfriend at this point. Mm. I also didn't realize... She was pregnant in this episode. Mm. I thought that there was another baby that we just didn't see and that this is post-pregnancy. Rob, that could totally... No, no, no. That could totally be the case. I don't know. Mm. Maybe it is post-pregnancy. And that kind of changes the dynamic. But the thing is, he does not ever say, you're fat. Yes, that's it's it. It's constantly yes, like, it, right. it's a repeat of, wait, are you calling me fat conversation from from before? And I'm just mm-hmm. like, go ahead and just dissociate if you're in a heterosexual relationship at any point because we've all been there. You're like, I don't, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know where that's coming from. I definitely would never call you fat. Uh, You know what I mean? Yep, I know what you mean, 100%. I love the final line. He's just like, I just need you to tell me what I need to say to get out of this. <laughs> it's valid. He's like, he is at the point where I'm going to be 100% honest with you. Um, <laughs> I haven't been lying before, but I feel real dumb yeah, right now. He is dumb. That's his whole shtick. Because he played football. Speaking of shtick, do you want to take a break for just like, Commercial break? Thank you. We must. Speaking of we're back, Kira walks in and says, we're back. And Reba's like, wait, why are you smiling? You don't smile. Wait, you don't have a cell phone. Wait, what do you mean? And Kira's like, no, no, I'm just happy for what's about to happen and I just want you to know I didn't have anything to do with it. Rob, tell me what happens. Tell me what. Tell us what happens. Barbara Jean, much like the Kool-Aid person, (laughs) busts through that front door, red as can be, arms wide, with not just Reba's shade of red hair, the same haircut. The whole kit in Caboodle, if you will. They are wearing the same sweater. The same sweater over another yeah. sweater. Oh, man. Barbara Jean's like, is it me? And Reba's like, no, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that when Jake and Brock come in, Jake is, you know, he's eight or whatever. He's like, oh, my God, it's like mom and supersized mom. Yeah. And then I realized how much taller me Barbara too. Jean is. I was like, damn. And Reba. She's like seven feet tall. I don't ever like noticed height. Me? You know what I mean? That's not a thing that I. it's like. But when they did that, I almost felt like they had Reba or they had Barbara Jean on like an uh, 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 standing taller. Maybe they weren't. But no, anyway, no, no. That, seemed, that's definitely a yeah. recurring thing because she is a tall woman. Oh, and just like okay, a little throwback okay. from before when Cheyenne said, if you don't have anything nice to say, they show Cheyenne walking in. And immediately walking out. She didn't know what to say. It's just, what do you say? Yeah. 
but that was that is that is a a quality quality joke. Yes, there's some easy jokes in this. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, sure. the dad slash ex husband. He's like, okay, all the kids go upstairs. Um, he realizes his new wife copied his ex wife's hairstyle, and it's not okay. Reba's rightfully upset. R- Rob, do you remember yeah. when you tried to copy my hairstyle? That was really upsetting yeah. too. Those those are rocky yeah. patch for us. Uh, okay, so first of all, I'm sorry again. Yeah. No, 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 um, I'm over it. It just I, felt relevant. You helped guide me into my own fashion. That's sense, right. Which is what I'm forever thankful for. That pineapple shirt looks great on you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, Reba lunges like she's going to tackle Barbara Jean, and her ex husband picks her up and carries her out of the room while she's kicking and screaming. I love little physical comedy moments like that. I honestly, my jaw dropped when Barbara Jean says, do you think now that I'm a redhead, I'll get all fiery and hot headed too? And this, the way that set Reba off in the thing you just described was so funny to me in a, I don't know. Did not I did not see it coming. I love it. It was great. It's so over the top. Van walks in and it, so Reba and the husband, ex-husband, excuse me, they're gone. They're out of the room. Now Barbara Jean's just sitting there on the couch with her hair and Van comes in and he's like, you see his eyes like, oh God, no, no. He just walks in. He's been walking on eggshells all day. So he says nothing. Barbara Jean's like, are you not going to acknowledge my hair? And he's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no. Nope. And she was almost happy about that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I understand because it's actually caused quite a commotion so far. Uh, <laughs> tell us about Reba's convo with her ex-husband whose wife now has her hairstyle. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, and it it, uh, it means so much more now that you've given me some backstory. Um, Reba is feeling less than. You know, she's not making headway with her youngest daughter, her youngest son is just uh, pulling quips left and right. <laughs> She's she gets so like to the brink of emotion that she just breaks down and plays it as as uh, as clear as can be. She is jealous of what's happening with Barbara Jean. She's trying to break through with her daughter. Barbara Jean does. She's trying to do this. Everything you know and back and forth. Also, Barbara Jean legit stole her. Sure, stole her and, clothes, yeah, stole her the, hairstyle, stole her husband. Everything stealing, on yeah, top of that yeah. is just like what the hell? Yeah. Sorry, I talked to no. No, you're good. It's just Ugh. crazy. I'm like, and my hairstyle. So she screams at the top of her lungs. Okay, fine. You know what? I am. I'm jealous of Barbara Jean. And then she immediately mm-hmm. wipes her tongue off with a dish towel. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's so silly. <laughs> but, um, you know, Reba does. I mean, she, she, she is. She's having a breaking moment. She's saying to her ex-husband, what if my daughter leaves my house to live with you and Barbara yes. Jean? And he says, but wait, you ha- you got the big TV in the divorce. And I had to ask you, I, ha- I have not ha- yet had the pleasure. Do people divvy up TVs in divorce court? It feels like something you would do when TVs didn't cost, like, nothing um, you know what mm-hmm, i mean mm-hmm. um now you can go to best buy and find a sale for a tv for 50 bucks if you really yeah want. i'm like take but the tv i just never need to see you again please he she got the <laughs> tv that was like also a cabinet oh you know well that's necessary like it ties the room together yeah, it really does we're back in the kitchen with van Cheyenne, as soon as I saw it was those two, Uh, I already dissociated. Rob, I didn't even take notes. Just wake me up when it's over. Just let me know. I 
I will. Um, you know, we we do get that little pan of a of a fruit bowl, but uh, after that, the close up of the fruit bowl that is so the interstitials. Yeah. I mean, maybe we should post this on social media. Like the little interstitials yeah. are just like a close up of a choo choo train, and then it's a scene with the little uh, boy, or it's like a close up of a fruit bowl, and then they're like arguing about um being fat again. But go ahead. Yeah. So of course the argument continues. Van. Just can't say the right thing. Look at this chart. You should be 105. I'm fat! No, wait, no, 205, 205! Because what it really is, and we get to this breaking point after Van throws some donuts all over the room. One screams into the fridge. He opens yeah. the fridge door he and just scream into screams. The We've all done Yeah, it. well, I choose the freezer, but I mean, I, I appreciate um, the yeah. interpretation. It does slow the scream faster. You have to do the fridge for TV so that people can actually uh, hear it. Um, yeah, that checks out. So ultimately, she Cheyenne is upset because this morning when she got out of the shower, Van did not sneak a peek. And they used to have a running game between each other where she'd be like, don't look. And he would like do the peekaboo thing where he looks through the cracks in his finger and stuff. But today he just continued to read Slop Magazine uh, in preparation for his breakfast. And she's like, you know what? I've been going through a lot. I'm pregnant or either was just pregnant. Um, And you know what? It would be nice if we could get back to the creature comforts that made me feel attractive and right now i don't feel attractive Mm. and van is like hey i think you're attractive i think i'm not attractive i'm trying to get to my football weight but he does admit that he thinks she's really sexy when she works out and she they hug and she's like oh so you really think i'm sexy when i work out and he goes yeah we you should do it more often oh god God. there you did it again (laughs) he done did it it's a double whammy because he is all walking on eggshells, but also he is stupid. So it's a double yes. wham wham, as they say. So Reba comes yep. to Kyra and, oh my God, this whole time I've been calling her Kyra. Is it Kira? I think most of the time you've been saying Kira, but I think okay. it's Kira only because I wrote both. <laughs> oh, well, this was messed me up when I would dissociate it three times in the same episode. Sure. So now I'm back. Now I'm back. Reba comes to Kira and says she can have the cell phone. But then she puts so many parameters around it. Kira's like, never mind. I'm not interested. There's a knock at the door. It's Barbara Jean. She's wearing a head wrap that covers up her hair. Rob, tell me what happens next. She says, Reba, I've brought the hairstyle back to the barber jean ultimately it's pink right now but uh they talk about the jealousy you know they reba has to begrudgingly admit that yes there are things she is jealous of and barber jean is like okay i understand where you're coming from but i'm not their mom you know i'm their friend and you shouldn't be mad at me for creating a bond with my stepdaughter that's a good thing yeah what we can do is essentially work together she always talks about you, Reba, even if she is complaining. Yeah, that's reassuring. <laughs> Reba really yeah. comes around. And I love the little moment where Barbara Jean says, we should hug now. That's so true. When you get to that part of that conversation, you're like, okay, we did the work. It's time for hugs. Hee <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I... I like that. I like their little standoff. And it's like, show me your hair first. Give me a hug first. 
And Barbara Jean, I don't think it's very fair. She she does a sneaky hug and then runs mm-hmm, out the door. Mm-hmm. Hug around the waist. Wow. Like she bent at her personal waist to bend down to be able to yeah. hug Reba. That's the height difference in this scenario. But yeah, she runs out and that's the end of the episode. It was so sweet. God. I do think this is the first episode, Brittany, where we didn't get a post credit scene. Mm. First. Of this season. Of this, of this of season, of season of TV show show. So, what did you think of Reba? Well, I think my words can be best interpreted through song. Um, and then, no. And then I sing the Reba oh, song. Oh, good, good, good. No. I'm a survivor. <laughs> I think I said it earlier, but like, no, this wasn't perfect for me back in the day. But it is not perfect for me now, but something that I am more equipped to watch you know like i understand the language of sitcoms Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter what it's about if if it's a good joke it's a good joke and uh i don't think i'm gonna be rushing to watch more reba but uh i'm setting the dvr okay weird i didn't yeah i didn't know that you need to dvr it's just like available on hulu you don't have to DVR it. Okay, I have YouTube li- YouTube TV. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. okay. Um, yeah, that's interesting hot take. I just would love, just please allow me to have this fantasy in that in a parallel or bizarro universe. Um, you, with the same gumption that you love Frasier, I wish that you loved Reba in an alternate version of you. Like, instead of it being like, mil you, it's like, Reba! Instead of mil you, it's, y'all come back now. That's actually a Dolly Parton. Oh, yeah. That's That's, a different different country. Man, I would totally watch a Dolly sitcom. Was there any way? Did you enjoy it? There's gotta be a cartoon out there. I did enjoy it. You know what? I will watch the pilot. If the pilot strikes me, maybe I'll watch more. Tune in to find out, listeners. (laughs) So it turns out Brittany manifested Rob being obsessed with Reba. (laughs) Wow, that was really easy. The secret really does work. So yeah, I really enjoyed uh, revisiting it. And, you know, even if, you know, some of the B or C storylines were a little bit like, oh God, I mean, I did dissociate three separate times this episode. Sure. I... I still like it was all worth it for that moment because you heard the live studio audience, I hope or assume, were cackling. I was cackling when Barbara Jean burst in, as you mentioned, Kool-Aid man status with that red (laughs) Reba haircut. It made me actually we should Photoshop some Reba haircuts onto our heads and post that. We all be Reba. I think that uh, I think it's pretty obvious, Brittany, that I would. I would get the most votes. That's People right. Just, I think that do fits me yeah. better. I'm sorry. It looks better on you than it did on me, though. Yeah. So. We'll find out who's the Barbara Jean and who's the Reba of TV show show. Oh, my God, Rob. Obviously, I'm the Barbara Jean of. <laughs> you're the Reba. You're absolutely the Reba. Because you're the mom who loves her kids and never stops. Yeah. And I'm not buying you a cell phone. Um, <laughs> what? We got some thank yous though, Brittany. We do. I, we have to say thank I you. Have, it's important. I have to say though, I just because everybody's like, wait, wait, wait. This Please. is the part where they always tell us what episode they're going to watch next. And, and wait, 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 wait. <gasps> they're skipping to the next. And I just have to say, I need more time. I, I, I will walk you through very quickly. This has been a 17 hour episode. But I, <laughs> I've i been picking episodes where the title of 
the TV show is the name of the main character of the TV show. Yeah. That is so that is I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, am I going to continue that train or am I going to just t- take it off the tracks? Weird wow. analogy that wow. doesn't check out. No, it does. It but does. We're going to we'll let you know. We'll let you know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'll let you know, Rob. We are. And hey, if you have suggestions, <laughs> leave them in the form of a five star review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. That's the best way to support us. That or Patreon.com slash Pink Jeans. See, I jumped ahead, but it was a good segue. Good. No, that was like So that's now checked off. It's checked off. Okay. So where can people find us on social media? (laughs) Uh, Pink Jeans Productions. Put that in your search bar on Twitter, Instagram. Use the hashtag. You'll find us. And it's great. We also have a website, PinkJeansProductions.com. Brittany. What? I totally jumped over those thank yous. No, 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 you about. didn't. Who should we thank? We're going to thank. Oh, I didn't. Think. Okay, gonna thank God. Th- we're going to thank God, first of all, like you just said. Um, and then we're going to thank Jeremy. Jeremy Siegel. Thank you for editing and thank you for composing the theme music to this We've show. We've been having so much fun this season and, you know, people don't know behind the scenes. We email each other. Okay, we're all on like mm-hmm. email threads together and it's just like, it's just like, we, we appreciate each other. Jeremy's been doing so good. It's so much fun. You and I have been having so much fun. It's been a blast. It is. And much like last episode, we got to shout out Jothan for those fun images on social Amazing. media. So if you're not following those social media pages, How dare you? you got to because you got to see this. Yes. Stuff. It's not. It's it's so fun. It's a lot of fun. And again, speaking of email threads where it's just enjoyable and fun <laughs> to be around, uh, Jothan is also part. Of, it's just like what a delight. We have a really great team. And if you if you're like, wait, I am all caught up on the TV show show. I totally understand. That happens to me all the time. I listen to our show constantly. Um, but if you're if you're feeling like you need more Rob and Brit in your life, then head on over to Pumpkin Spice Podcast, where we we have some Absolutely. hilarious episodes there. Yeah, it's uh, imagine another show hosted by us, and, <gasps> and you will get it. It's gonna be yeah, great. It's there actually. It's uh, already it's already in existence. You don't even have to manifest that. Yeah. <laughs> multiple seasons you're gonna have a yeah. good time i promise you you don't even have to like horror movies just ask britney pinky promise but socially distanced <laughs> uh yes britney this has been a great episode i do appreciate everything you've been choosing this this uh season and so i am excited to find out what we're watching next whenever that whenever may be whenever that may be ta-ta bye Sliming along. Uh, Sliming along. <laughs> <laughs> he done did it.